Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today on Faith to Live By. This is Sue Taylor. You know, Scripture has much to say about sorrow. It tells us that sorrow is better than laughter because a sad face is good for the heart. Now, in a publication entitled The Heavenly Life, it says that sorrow, under the power of divine grace, performs various ministries in our lives. Sorrow stretches our faith and it strengthens our resolve in the stability of Jesus Christ and His Word. Sorrow reveals unknown depths of the soul and unknown capacities for suffering and for service. You know, sorrow, beloved, many times is God's tool to plow the depths of the soul, so to speak, that it may yield richer harvest. The publication known as The Heavenly Life also declares that if humankind were still in a glorified state, having never fallen, then the strong floods of divine joy would be the force God would use to uh, reveal our soul's capacities. But remember, beloved, we are in a fallen world, and we will have sorrow. But with Jesus, the despair we can sometimes feel in the midst of our sorrow can be absolutely removed. I know, for I have been in my lifetime in sorrow, as I'm sure many of you have been that are listening to this program this morning. We have lost loved ones. We have known sickness. We have known financial distress. We have known change that came suddenly, which was not of our choosing. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, the Apostle Paul tells us that we may be perplexed, but we are not to be in despair. Sorrow is the power chosen by God to reveal us to ourselves. Sorrow causes us to take the time to think deeply and seriously. Sorrow makes us move more slowly in considering others and helps us to examine our motives and our attitudes when sorrow is actually permitted by God in our lives. History is full of examples of great men and women of faith who have been broken by sorrow but used greatly by God. God never uses anyone to a great degree sometimes until he breaks or bends us in some sort of sorrow. Joseph experienced more sorrow than the other sons of Jacob, and it led him into a ministry of food for all nations. Think about that. For this reason, the Holy Spirit said of him, Joseph is a fruitful vine near a, um, a spring whose branches climb over a wall. You know, it takes sorrow to expand and deepen the soul. I like to think that sorrow causes us to overrule, overcome, and overlook. So, you know, even when we are in a time of sorrow or disappointment, you know, just minor disappointments sometimes can bring us sorrow. I mean, I'm not even talking about maybe calamities or 
great things that can come into our life to cause us sorrow, but just disappointments. And so in these times, it causes us to know that we have the power to overrule, overcome and overlook. When sorrow comes upon us through any sort of revenue, whether it's financial loss, grave illness, sickness, divorce, death of a loved one, whatever. Beloved, we have the option and the choice in the midst of sorrow to overrule the temptation to blame God and others for our sorrow and even ourselves. There are so many things that we do not and cannot understand in this life and sorrow is one of those things why it happens and to whom it happens. But in the midst of even sorrow, we are to rejoice in the fact that God is bigger than our sorrow. And therefore, he will give us the strength and the power to overrule the temptation of blaming him or others. A grateful and thankful heart can and will always lift us out of the despair that sorrow sorrow could bring if we let it. Secondly, sorrow can strengthen us in such a way that we will overcome the circumstances surrounding us in our sorrow. Remember, beloved, that God is greater than your circumstances. And through his son, Jesus, and the power of the Holy Spirit, you can and will overcome and be victorious through any sorrow that is allowed to come into your life. Thirdly, sorrow causes us to overlook the trivia and the meaningless things in this life that can can cause us to focus on what is eternal and permanent. Sorrow will not be wasted when viewed in the light of eternity. Many of our sorrows may be allowed to teach us what is important and what isn't important. When a man or a woman is faced with the terrible news of cancer or the shocking view of the loss or the news of a loss of a loved one, they usually always begin to think of what's important and no longer view things in the light of being frivolous and shallow. Yes, sorrow will do its great work in us and through us if we let it. Perhaps Henry Clay Trumbull said it best when he said, Every person in every nation must endure lessons in God's school of adversity. In the same way, we say, blessed is the night for it reveals the stars to us. We can say, blessed is sorrow for it reveals God's comfort. A flood once washed away a poor man's home and everything that he had and even his mill that he made a living taking with it everything he owned in the world. He stood at the scene of his great loss, broken-hearted and discouraged. Yet after the waters had subsided, he saw something shining in the riverbanks that the flood had washed bare. It looks like gold, he said, and it was gold. The storm that had made him poor made him rich. And so it is, oftentimes, in our life, beloved. The storms of life, the sorrows of life, can make us very rich if we let it. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team 
and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636.